0: Welcome to the Emmanuel Church podcast, where we believe God is with us and speaks to us wherever we're at, whether at work, home, or on the move. We'd love for you to be connected with us by visiting us at myemanuelchurch.com or any social media platform using at myemanuelchurch. Thanks for being with us, and we hope you enjoy this message. Good afternoon. You can take a seat. Thank you for joining us here today and all of those who are watching us online, our online family as well. We are so glad that you could be here today. Um, We're going to take some time this morning as well to pray As, um, as as the situation in the Ukraine continues. Uh, I just want to continue to lift up the nation of the Ukraine um, and all of those who are being affected by it, uh, whether Russian or Ukrainian. um, There are a lot of people who are facing difficulties and uh, who have lost their lives in all of this. And um, we want to be able to do what we can. Um, And there is a missionary uh, that is uh, picking up offering right now for refugees that are in the Ukraine and so we are going to give some offering to them uh to be able to help during this time because sometimes prayer prayer while important isn't always enough we have to do we have to show that our faith continues moving through our actions as well And so if you would take a moment with me to bow your heads and close your eyes as we lift up the nation of the Ukraine and the crisis in Eastern Europe. Father God, we thank you for this opportunity today to be here in your presence. And we continue to pray over the unfolding conflict in Eastern Europe between the Ukraine and Russia. We know that many people have lost their lives and lost their homes and many people have fled the country of the Ukraine. We continue to pray for peace in this situation, God. That there would be a way, that you would make a way f- to, to draw this conflict to, co- to conclusion through peace. We pray for those who have lost their lives and the families who have lost their family members and homes. We pray that you would bring them consolation and comfort in this difficult time. We pray that you would bring them strength to keep going. We pray for those soldiers that are fighting on either side, God, whose lives are in the middle of danger, Lord. We pray for protection. We pray that those who would seek to use this for power, this, this conflict for power and gain, God, that their plans would fail and that peace would prevail in all of this. And we pray for those who have left their country, their home country and are seeking refuge, that they might find some place safe, that they might arrive safely at their destinations and that they might be able to find what they need to survive and continue. God, we thank you and we put this in your hands and we continue to put this in your hands. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. You know we're a small church and we won't be able to give too much, but we will be able to. We will give something to the effort to help the refugees in the Ukraine. Uh, there are, uh, was given us notice by uh, one of our mission, our missionaries uh, that they are fleeing to the country of Moldova, and some missionaries there are assisting refugees in the nation of the Ukraine. And so we will be giving some offering to be able to help with that. And so if you want to give towards that effort, you can give. Uh, After the service, uh, we can help you give online or you can give in our offering uh, area there as well. And before else I get into the message, uh, at the end of this month, uh, we are going to be holding our very first interest meeting. Uh, The date is not set yet, but we're going to be holding our very first interest meeting for Safe Haven Church And as this congregation, this service transitions over into a new church, we are going to be getting ready by holding an interest meeting. An interest meeting, what will that be, is for those who wish to be a part of the new work as we prepare and plan and pray for what what might happen next, We're praying for a location, we're praying for support, we're praying for God to help us in our efforts to reach the community and everything we are planning on doing. And so if you want to be a part of that, look out on social media next Sunday, we will announce the date for sure. And we want you to, I just want to let you know that it's coming, it's going to be happening soon, and we are excited to see what God will do through this. And that comes with the news that safe haven church is now officially recognized by the assemblies of god as a church so we are now officially in the system or whatever you want to call it um and so we are ready to start moving forward and as we are getting ready to be part of our launch team and core team and we are getting ready for that so stay tuned for more information we will continue to talk about that now, getting into the word, today we are starting a brand new sermon series today called New Normal, Same Jesus. New Normal, Same Jesus. Now, the idea behind this sermon series is the fact that we are currently living in a time that not only that has changed. Not only because of the past 2 years that we have experienced this unprecedented pandemic and we have had to come to grips with things and try to understand the world around us through the lens of this. Not only that, but we are still living in a time where technology and the world is rapidly changing. And, and there are things that are happening that we don't completely understand yet. And there's like a lot of people in this world trying to make changes and do things like You know, Facebook, if you don't know, is now called a company. They changed their name. They're called Meta now. I I don't, you know, sure, why not? Uh, They're called Meta now, but the idea is that they're going to be starting working on this virtual space that is known as the metaverse that has existed already, but now they're trying to make it into something more concrete. And it's it's. Beyond like our imagination, what they're trying to do with it, it's its its crazy that technology and everything just keeps changing and growing and the world keeps changing. And we're living in this time where things are so different than they were just a few years ago. The shape of our country is changing. The shape of the world is changing. There's so much that is happening that it is it has moved us into a space that is not the normal that we knew and even returning to normal or some sense of normal as we try to do that at the end uh, trying to get past this this age of the pandemic and and everything that has been happening even if we return to normal it's not going to be the same and and for some things that, that for something that's probably a very good thing you know before the pandemic, I never realized how um, unsanitary everything was. Like, you, you think about it, everything was just kind of like, you would go to, like, I can't even imagine now going to a bowling alley. Because you rent shoes that they just, like, spray freshener on. It's like, who wore these shoes? For how long did they wear these shoes? Who clean, did anybody clean this? You know now you saw you saw you started to see businesses like every hour we're cleaning all of the like the self checkouts and stuff. Were you not doing this before? Like it makes you think and wonder was all of that different? And so hopefully we will see good changes and good things come from all of this in the end despite the fact that we have lost so much. And that is also something we've lost a lot. And that is something we will have to struggle with as we get to some sense of normal, but it will never be the same. It won't be the same. Yet, we believe and serve a God that is always the same. That is the same, the Bible tells us the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. That we can count on God to be who God is, always. And so that is the basis of this series. And as we move forward, we are going to explore and try to understand what it means for God to be the same in a variety of different ways. So today, today, today's topic is the faithfulness of God. The faithfulness of God. And the title of my sermon today is Never Going to Give You Up. Some of you already understand where that comes from. Like, you know, if if anything can be faithful in this world, it's when someone tries to send you something, a link, and you click it, and you've been rickrolled. Never going to give you up. Never going to let you down. See, that's God for us. He doesn't want to give us up. He doesn't want to let us down. That's who He is. And so that's the title of my message today. Never going to give you up. I told my wife that and she laughed. I'm like, good, that's the point. I want to make people laugh today. See, God is faithful. God is faithful. But what is faithfulness? To be faithful, it, we, as we understand it, is loyalty. Who, we, we, when we think about faithfulness, it's someone who is loyal. It's someone who is always there for us. It's your dog. That, that's who, who's faithful. Your dog. Oh, never going to let you down. You know Anybody that has pets or anything like that, if you have cats and dogs, like I have two cats and one dog, and um, my cats probably don't care that I leave, like ever. Like they go, I go, and they're just like, oh, you're back? But my dog, when I get home, she is ecstatic. I've been gone for five minutes, maybe. And she's like, oh, my God, you're back. I thought you were dead. Like, she's so excited. Like, when we think about that, that's, that's faithfulness. We, we, we call dogs man's best friend because they're humanity's greatest companions. They're always there. They're always there for you. You know, truthfully, she, she's, she, she's got some attitude issues, and we're taking her to some training and to, to help her be a good girl. Uh, you know, and she is though faithful though. She she will always be there. She will always wait for us. In fact, like if my wife or I go out of town, like if one of the other of us goes out of town, we always end up telling each other. It's like, oh, she misses you because she just then sits on the couch, just depressed. She doesn't move. She's like, when are they coming back? I don't understand. That's faithfulness, loyalty. We understand that as loyalty. Someone who is going to be loyal to us, that is going to be there for us, that is going to be with us, that we can call on them for anything. Some of us have that friend, you know, you can call them and in a heartbeat, they'll be there for you. It's like, oh, you know what? I'm going to drop what I'm doing. What do you need? What do you need? What bank are we going to rob? I'm kidding. Uh, What what do you need? We we like to have those people in our lives because we know that there is someone that we can count on. Someone that we can count on. But human faithfulness is very different than God's faithfulness though. Because ultimately, at some point in time, we know that we cannot 100%... Rely on everybody. And and by that, I mean, even the people that are going to be there for you all of the time cannot always be there for you. Not because they don't want to be. Because it's physically impossible. It's just they can't always be there. You know, you need a friend and you're in another city. They can't be there for you in that moment, but they can talk to you. But God is faithful. God is faithful so much so it is so different than anything else that we've ever experienced before and it's it, it is based on three different things how is god faithful to us how is god faithful to us first off it starts off with what he who he is god is faithful because of who he is second timothy t- Chapter 2, verse 13 says, if we are unfaithful, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny who he is. He cannot deny who he is. See, God's faithfulness comes from a place that is not simply something that is a characteristic of who God is. See, when we describe something that we want in a friend or a partner, we describe it often as we want someone that will be faithful to us, will be loyal to us. But that is a description, a characteristic that they carry. But for God, it's different. It's, it's more than a characteristic. It is part of who he is. It is part of the core of who he is. It's not just something that he can turn on and off. Because if we're honest, being faithful means that we, as human beings, we can choose who we are faithful to and who we are not faithful to. We all got that one person that calls our phone and it says, do not answer. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know if you have that on your phone. or Someone that you don't want to answer the phone to. We can choose. We can choose. But God, His character... By his very definition of who he is, faithfulness is extended not just to people who believe in him, but also to others that don't. The word of God says that he makes the rain fall and the sun shine on the righteous and the unrighteous alike. He gives food and clothes and takes care of humanity despite what you believe of him despite of whether you are righteous or unrighteous, because it's who He is. It's not just something that He chooses or or, or anything like that. It's part of Him. The very core of who He is is faithfulness. And so God is faithful because of who He is, and so that extends to everything else that He does. God is faithful in what he says. God makes promises. Have you ever made a promise you regretted to make? <laughs> you promise something, someone. It's like, oh, I'll be there. I promise you. Why did I say yes? I don't even want to go. You make commitments. You make promises to go to parties or to things that you don't even want to be at. Yeah, I'll be there. I, I promise. I, you promise? I promise. ha. <laughs> Not today. It's not right. I'm not ready for this. Promises we make promises all of the time, and chances are we do not, as human beings, do not end up completing or fulfilling all of our promises. We we can't do that. We, we we're just human. We can't be perfect and get everything right all of the time. So we might say something and we might make a promise, but we might fail. We might mess up, and it's not because. We intentionally do like, well, I'm just going to ignore that and not do that anymore. It's just because of who we are. We, you know, it's we're not perfect. It happens. But God, when God makes a promise, the Bible tells us that His word will always come true. Whether it's right then and there, whether it's something a few days down the line, or if it's something years later, He doesn't forget. He doesn't just put it to the side. He doesn't ignore it. When He says He promises something, that means He gives it to us, or that means He will follow through on it. If we're in a stage in our life where we feel like God has promised us that we're going to get to the other side, it doesn't always feel like that. But as time goes on, we will begin to understand that God is still with us in that, and that His promise will come through. God is faithful, not just what he says, but what he does, because he keeps his promises. He's faithful to who he is. See, not just what he says, but who he is. He is faithful to who he is. So when he says, I, I, God, that when God tells us that he loves us, that love doesn't change. That love is always there. In the book of Romans, it says, I am convinced that nothing, neither life, nor death, nor angels, nor demons, nor darkness, nor light, nothing, not heaven and earth, not hell, nothing can keep us from the love of God. Why? Because that is part of his faithfulness. He will go through what he needs to do, what he needs to do so that you will see that his word is true, that he is true. It's like the song Reckless Love. Like, I I don't know if you know about this, but Reckless Love was like kind of a controversial song. Like, we liked the song. We sing the song. When people were like, God's love is not reckless. God's love is planned and calculated this and that. It's like, yeah, but God's love can seem reckless to us. Because like the song says, he'll tear down walls. He'll climb up mountains. He'll do what he needs to so that his promises can come through, so that who he is is shown to you. He will do what he can. And that means that sometimes things are going to be messy because he does what he needs to do. He is faithful in his word. He is faithful in his action. He is faithful in who he is. And that's very different from what we've experienced in life. Because human faithfulness is very drastically different. He's not like us. The Bible says God is not like man that he, lie, he would lie to us. He's not like us. He's not like humans, human beings. He's so different. And he's not bound by the same rules as we are. So he's not like us. See... God's faithfulness is often based on the, is, is based on who He is, while human faithfulness is based on the actions of other people. If someone if someone at some point in our lives is too much for us or has hurt us too much, we, we cut off our faithfulness. And rightly so, in times, it is okay in times to cut people out to create boundaries in your life for people who have hurt you. You do not have to continue being faithful to those people. But see, our faithfulness is not like that. Even the people that have hurt God and betrayed God and turned their backs on Him and don't love Him and don't believe in Him, He is still faithful to. And that's where it's different. That's why we have to understand about God's faithfulness, that it's so unlike human faithfulness. We don't have to be exactly like God in that. Yeah, we have to love our neighbor. That means even people that are we consider our enemies. People that we have been hurt by. But that doesn't mean that they have to be in our lives all the time. But for God, that's different. He He is more than us. And extends that love and grace and faithfulness to people who we might even think don't deserve it. And that's hard. that's hard to hold on to. Because we, we, want, we tend to want to think that God should instead punish those people. That they aren't deserving of God's faithfulness. Yet because of who He is, He still extends love and grace. Because that's who He is. He's bigger than we would make Him out to be. He is more than we would make him out to be. And that is why it is so beautiful. So different. That we can trust in that faithfulness. That there's nothing that you can do to change God's mind about who you are. You make a mistake, God still loves you. You make another mistake, God still loves you. You make 10 years worth of mistake, God still loves you a lifetime worth of... Mis- God still loves you. You ignore Him, deny Him, walk away from... God still loves you. You hurt Him, betray Him, God still loves you. He is still there. When we doubt... When we're walking the walk and we're having difficulties and we don't know where life is going to end up on the other side, even though He said, I promise you, you're going to get to the other side. You're going to make it through. And we're sitting there thinking, I don't think that's true. God's still there. He hasn't left us. In fact, Jesus said in Matthew 28, 20, He says, Surely I am with you always. I'm not leaving. I'm not going anywhere. God's faithfulness is... In His action, God's faithfulness is in His presence. God's faithfulness is in His Word. God's faithfulness is in who He is. So then, what can we do about that? Why is that important to us? It's good to know that God is faithful, but what does that matter to our lives? It matters because we need to trust God's faithfulness. And that's not easy. That's not an easy thing to do because we often project our own imperfections or the imperfections of others onto God. If we have someone, if we call God our Father and people, or we hear people call God their Father, our God is Father, God the Father. Some of us have not had good relationships with our fathers. And then we project that relationship onto God. And say, well, he must be like my father if he's called father. He's not the same as that, though. He's different. It's important that we need to know God's faithfulness in order to trust God's faithfulness. And there are two key things that we need to do in that. First, how do we trust God's faithfulness? We have to look back. We have to look back. The past is important. We shouldn't dwell on the past forever because then we get stuck in it but looking back is important one of the things I do every every so often in my life is I have like a suitcase a little a little I actually literally have like this antique suitcase that was my grandpa's and I have it filled with like journals from over the years and occasionally what I will do is I will sit down and I'll take them out and I'll start going through them and I start remembering Different things that have happened in my life, different things that I've done, different things that I've seen. And most importantly, different things that I've seen God do in my life. Difficult situations that I've been in that He's gotten me out of. Times that I was hurting and lost in darkness that He saved me from. Times that I was in pain and He brought me healing. And it wasn't always instant. It was sometimes over the course of years, I would see the change that was happening in me, the growth that was happening in me. Looking back at our past is an important way to, an important way to learn how to trust God's faithfulness. Because He has already done so much for us. I mean, the fact that we are here in this moment, you're here and you have an opportunity to listen and you're watching online or you are listening to this later. That you hear this, you have been brought to this point somehow because of God's faithfulness. Maybe your life hasn't been, maybe it's not been easy, but you're still here. You've faced hardship, you faced difficulty, you faced loss, you faced hurt, you faced pain, but you're still here. We have to look back and remember, because it's easy in situations right now in our life, to see what is happening and think, "I'm never going to make it out. I'm never going to see the other side of this. This is never going to change. I'm too tired. I'm too broken, I don't have the strength to get through it. And yet, what I love about looking back at my journals, especially in times where I'm going through difficulty, I find myself in places where, like, hey, God brought me through something just like this five years ago. I was in this space before and I made it out to the other side. I was suffering from depression and God brought me to a better place. That doesn't mean I still don't struggle with that, but I know that God can bring me out of it. I can keep walking and forward knowing that I have something better on the other side. When I've experienced loss and grief and pain, I know that there's healing on the other side because of what God has already done. Because of what he's already done. We can trust God. You see, this church right now, and even as we transition into the future to Safe Haven Church, the, word, the name of the church, Emmanuel, has come from the fact that we have always seen God faithful and with us. Emmanuel means God with us. You know, I've seen situations and times in this church's history that God has been faithful beyond our imagination. You know, we're, the building that we're in, there used to be another building and there's a playground outside where it was now, uh, where it was. And that building was a well, building we used for our youth, youth ministries for a long time. And then one day it just collapsed. Some of you have been here and seen that and you were there. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember it was just like that. I don't even know how, what happened. One Sunday was there, and then a roof caved in. Why? How? We don't even know. Inspectors came, and they were like, yeah, it looks like someone dropped something on the building, but nothing dropped on the building. Hurricane came through, trees knocked down, and they all missed it. And then out of nowhere, it just dropped. It's like, this doesn't seem like a good thing. Well, it wasn't, you know, we lost the whole building. But... Through that, we were able to receive insurance money to pay off the property of the main building and another property we had. We got out of debt. We were able to see something happen. We were able to get, get, get finances so that we could see the vision of the church move forward. God was faithful. Even in the moment that it seemed like he, it, we lost something. And see, that's what it is. Uh, you know, I've been through a lot. We've all been through a lot these past couple of years. I lost my grandma. And it was difficult for us. It wasn't easy. But as time has moved on, we have seen that God has been faithful to us. And that He is birthing new things still and still with us. And even when it hurts to remember and think about it, when we look back, we can see the goodness and faithfulness of God. And be reminded that moving forward, He can do the same. And the second thing we need to do to trust God's faithfulness is we need to let go. Let go of the things that are we're in right now that we can't control. You see, we would like to think that we have control over a lot of things in our lives. We really don't. <laughs> There's a lot of things that we wish we had control over, but we really don't, you know? You have control over whether you pay bills on time, but you don't have control over how much your bill is. We have control over some things in our life, but there are a lot that is a lot around us that we cannot control. That we cannot deal with. We we don't even know how things are gonna turn out. Because a lot of times we're worrying about stuff that's happening now, but we're also worrying about stuff that's happening in the future that hasn't even happened yet. I don't know about you, but I tend to do that. I tend to start thinking about things, and I'm like, what if this happens? And what if that happens? And I don't, My brain just starts moving all over the place, and I'm just like, I'm worried about stuff that's probably never going to happen, but I'm worried about it. It's outside of my control, but here I am worrying about it. And we do it. Why? Because we're human. And we think about things all of the time, and we're going to do that. But the way we can learn to trust God's faithfulness is we need to remember that it's okay if we cannot control it. Because God is still in control. It doesn't matter what the situation is. If we're broke, God's in control. Amen. If we're lonely, God's in control. If we're hurting, God's in control. We don't know what the future will bring us. We don't know we what we can do to get out of where we're at in the moment, but God is still with us. And so if he is still with us, that means he can take care of it. Cuz he works Beyond our understanding. And see, that's the beauty of God's faithfulness, is that God's faithfulness is not relegated to the past of what we've already done. It's not just for the present, where we are at right now, but it's also for the future, because God exists outside of our time, and He is faithful in the past, He is faithful in the present, and He is faithful in the future. He says, I've already got it. I've already taken care of it. Jesus, when he died on the cross, the last words that he said were, it is finished. He wasn't talking about just then and there. It was finished for all time. Past, present, future. He's like, I've got this. He said, when you struggle, when you, when you, when you face trouble, because here's a promise that you're going to get. You're going to have trouble in this world. But don't worry. I already took care of it. That was Jesus talking about the future. He says, you don't got to worry about the future because I'm faithful in the future. I'm faithful in the things that you can't control or can't see or can't understand or can't even begin to imagine that will happen. I am faithful. So we got to let go. And we do that by praying. He says, cast all your anxieties and cares and your worries on Jesus because he cares about you. That's how we let go. We say, here it is. I can't. Not just through prayer, but through our actions. When we come upon a situation that we don't know what to do about, we give it over to God saying, I can't do this on my own. So help me. Bring me someone. You do something because I can't. I can't do this here. It's about handing it over to God. Because Jesus, that's who he is. He says, I'm not going to let you go. No matter what. Lamentations chapter 3, verse 22 to 23 says, The faithful love of God never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. Great is his faithfulness. And you know what the most amazing thing about this part this piece of scripture is is that the book of Lamentations the word lamentations comes from the word lament the whole book is about the prophet Jeremiah lamenting and weeping over the tragedy that is happening in Israel. And in the midst of tragedy in his lifetime, in the midst of a future that is uncertain, he says great is God's faithfulness and his mercies are new every morning. He said, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I I don't even know where this is going to end, where this story is going to end. But God said that in 70 years, we're going to be set free, meaning that in 70 years, God is faithful because he was faithful before. He's going to be faithful now. He's going to be faithful in the future. So tomorrow brings a new day. Tomorrow brings new mercies. And that means if I let go, he's going to take care of things. All the things that I can't do, all the things that I can't worry about, that we will inevitably worry about, he's got my back. He's never going to let me go. And never going to let me down. That's who God is for us. That is Jesus. Would you stand with me this afternoon? Worship team, I get your help. So, today we're going to pray. Maybe you're facing a situation right now that's current in your life. Maybe it's something that's been going on for a long time, struggle that you've been facing, struggle that you've been worried about. Or maybe you're thinking about the future and you're like, I don't even know. I don't even know. But I can assure you that God is faithful and will always be faithful. So today, as we pray and we enter into worship this afternoon, enter into God's presence, that presence, those moments where we enter into this prayer time and enter into this time of reflection on the word, that presence is God's assurance to tell us, I'm right here. And I'm not going anywhere. I will walk with you. I will walk in front of you when you can't walk anymore. I've got your back. I've got you. And when you feel alone. When things are hard. When you cannot keep going. I am here still. I will carry you. I will tear down walls. I will do what I must so that you know that I am here for you. Because that's who I am. And it's never going to change. So if you would pray with me this afternoon, whatever your situation might be, we're going to bring it to God this morning. Father God, in this moment, whether we are struggling right now with the past, if something we cannot just let go of that is haunting us, the guilt, the shame, the worry, the trouble, the things that we've done, whether we, whatever that is in the past, whatever our situation is in the present, if there's something that is worrying us and we are struggling, with, fighting with right now, or whether our worries are in the future, our struggles are in the future. Our uncertainties are in the future. Right now, we let go. We let go of our past, knowing that you said it is finished, it is covered, that your love is greater than any mistake, any sin, any darkness, any trouble in our lives. And you can redeem that. We let go of our present God to let to remind us, that we are not alone in what we are facing. And that we, though we might feel weak. You are strong. That we may not know what to do. You will guide us. And that you are with us. No matter how lonely it feels. And we let go of the future. All the worries and the troubles of the things that might come to pass. That might never come to pass. All the things that our hearts are struggling with the uncertainties of finances the uncertainties of marriages the uncertainties of futures the uncertainties of life god we hand them to you because we can't control that but you you are there working in our future when we cannot We want to trust your faithfulness. So help us to do that step by step, day by day, moment by moment. Help us to trust you because you are the same. You are the same faithful Jesus as always. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. At this time, the worship team is going to close us out in a song. So if you need prayer today, just as always, just simply lift up your hand and we'll pray for you today. If you're watching online and you need prayer, just let us know in the chat and we will pray for you today as we go take some time to be in the presence of God this afternoon. We hope you've enjoyed this message. We'd love to hear your story about how you've been blessed by this ministry or how we can pray for you. To connect with us, you can email us at amen at And if you would like to support us financially, you can give online at myemmanuelchurchcom slash gift. Also, if you're in the area, we'd love to see you in person for the full worship experience. Thanks again, and we hope you have a blessed week.